Hello and welcome to Beckett Radio, an all-new episode. Yes, we are back after a two-week hiatus. Uh, last week was uh, Thanksgiving on top of me being sick, so that wasn't fun. Then the week before, we had uh, the best of interviews for Beckett Radio Part 2, since that was the second time we did that. So thank you all who listened to that. It was a, a great turnout for that. And I apologize that we did not have a show for you guys last week. But we're back, brand new, and we have tons to talk about. We're going to bring on Chris Olds to talk about 2015 Tops Tribute Baseball. The autograph checklist has been announced, so we're going to talk about that in Inside New Releases. For news around the hobby, we're going to bring on JJ and Aram of Beckett Grading. And we're going to talk about the Quad 10 Black Label for BGS and how important that is for the hobby and the future of the hobby as well as some interesting grading uh, shows that are going to be going on here very soon or currently are going on. So definitely check that out. And our featured interview guest is none other than Matt Bible, the non-sports and gaming analyst slash expert here at Beckett Media. He's going to talk about some interesting supervillain products that might be coming out with the releases uh, or announcements of all these new movies like Suicide Squad. Uh, I mean, we're going to talk about Star Wars. And there's a couple contest that you can enter in uh, that you'll have to listen to in the interview about Dragon Ball Z and the uh, and, and a couple others. I won't I won't uh, spoil it for you guys. You'll have to listen in and check that out. So before we get into those interviews, we're going to talk about upcoming products and pricing. Like always, Panini Prism Basketball was pushed back, and it is coming out today. Uh, so definitely check that out. As you're listening to this, Beckett Auctions will be done with their case break. We're going to be doing Bowman Sterling football which will be coming out next week so check that out auctions.beckett.com there's a case break area check that out or just go to ebay and our ebay store id is beckett media all one word so uh tops ufc bloodlines is coming out on friday tops platinum football and then bowman sterling football are coming out next week so stay tuned for that and all those checklists to be in the system so as far as uh pricing goes we we have a lot of products in the past couple weeks and i don't know if i mentioned some of these products uh two weeks ago but if i did just let it go don't worry about it i'm gonna re talk about them or reintroduce them again. So here we go. Get ready. So totally certified basketball was completed today. So check that out on your OPGs on Becca.com. Tops Heritage High Numbered Complete Set Baseball's Done. Top Supreme Baseball. Panini Prism Perennial Draft Baseball. Exquisite Collection Basketball. Panini Flawless Football. Panini Limited Football. Crown Royale football, Panini Playbook football, and Upper Deck Team Canada Juniors Hockey. So all those products have been priced, are done. You can check them out on online, your OPGs, Beckett.com. If there's anything that you need from us, just shoot us an email, radio at Beckett.com. We can help you all out as far as if, if there's any pricing needs you need, checklist needs that that is either incorrect or needs, uh, needs some explanation. We can help out with that. So shoot us an email, radio at Beckett.com. Tell us your problem or concern, and we'll get that email to the right person here at Beckett Media. All right, so enough about new products and pricing. Let's go to inside new releases. And Uh what better way to celebrate the return of Beckett Radio after a two-week hiatus than to bring in the man, Christopher Olds. Let's just go with Christoph for fun. (laughs) Christoph. Christoph, nah. how are you, sir? Uh, surviving. You, we are surviving. Uh, <laughs> Thanksgiving was crazy, or the week before Thanksgiving was crazy. I had crazy. four days to do nothing, and I ended up tweeting all the time. <laughs> 
Well, that's usually what you do anyway. I know. That's the sad part, isn't it? <laughs> but, uh, well, Christmas is around the corner, and I just want to ask, what do you want for Christmas? Nick Swisher would have an Allen against her 2015 Tops baseball autograph card. Do you think that's going to happen? It ain't going to happen by December 25th, because that doesn't come out until next summer. Well, you know. Wh- but they may announce Ginter before then, so maybe they'll tell make my world happen anyway no that <laughs> you killed that, it man that's a that's a goofy that was a goofy answer what would i what would i want to land yeah. you know i i've been eyeing some wax okay both and i'm not even going to mention the one i'm going to get because yeah. it's dirt cheap and i can afford it there you go the one i can't afford what would i buy i, I i've actually been eyeing some immaculate collection baseball really yeah that's interesting because it's a it's it's come down in price uh-huh you know, and it's like a hundred and thirty bucks a box. Yeah, and so you know, that—that's you have the eye. You have your eyes. I have on, the on eye target. on it, but I really yeah. don't know. I, I, you know, I don't know if it's going to happen or not. Yeah, no, I, I was because see, for that same amount of money, I could go get like a case of like twenty blasters from a different brand. Yeah, but do you, so you want to go get with blasters? seven cards for one hundred thirty bucks, or do you go with like a big old stack? Yeah, that see, that's interesting. That's it's that, a debate. That's a vi- we can have a debate. I don't think we should have it. No. But that, I, that could be tabled. I've been chastised by graders at the National for buying old wax. They're like, why do you buy that? There's not going to be anything in it. I'm like, because I just wanted to buy it. It was cheap. Because <laughs> it's cheap. You there know, it is. I wanted to have some fun and rip some packs. Yeah. Anyway. No, I, I think that's what I'm going to do is I'm going to buy an old box just to rip. Yeah. You know, flashback. You flashback. know, I mean, honestly, a, a, an interesting question I get all the time from collectors, at least I used to, um, yeah. you know, what's the best bang for my buck? Mm-hmm. I, I kind of hate that question, actually. But the reality is, is so many people get obsessed about what's brand new, mm-hmm. which is not a good segue for this segment, but I'll do it anyway. <laughs> people are always worried, worried about what's brand new. They don't think about last year's boxes that are 75%, 50% cheaper mm-hmm. may still have that. Mike Trout autograph inside. Yeah. You know what I mean? It, it may not be what's on people's minds, but you can find good bargains, especially this time of year, Black Friday, and then leading up to Christmas on wax, where somebody like you who wants to just dabble that you may just buy something blindly almost, mm-hmm. you can find really good prices. Yeah. And it doesn't even, it could be five years old and still be the same situation. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah. You know, I was looking at some of the Black Friday deals that, you know, Dave and Adams had and Blowout had, and some of that stuff was crazy. Oh, you yeah. Know? Like, I wish I had. I wish I got paid that Friday. That's what always happens to <laughs> <You> me. <know? laughs> so we can just go all out. Can we get know? Black Friday moved to after our payday? Yeah. Can we get Black Friday on the 22nd of yeah. November? You know, didn't um, it happen? That, that happened to me last year, too. Yeah. Well. Now, actually, this year, I, w- I would have been okay, however, I paid some bills. So uh, I wasn't late. So you were a grown-up. Yeah, pretty much, yeah. which is sad. Yeah. It, it's always sad. I know. Let's let's get to the topic at hand. What to- what was that again? <laughs> topic. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I was thrown off by a ghost in the room. Yeah, seriously. That was weird weird an intern ghost who uh, likes to annoy us you know dragging stuff across the carpet trying not Jeez, to make noise and yeah. it's like what yeah it's like what come on dude i thought All something right. was falling no it's we're good Interns. yeah no earthquakes here there have been a bunch there have i'm totally fracking. derailing you fracking here. it's all about fracking fracking earthquakes yeah seriously all it's right like tops Battle- tribute Battlestar galactica anyway. tops tribute to <laughs> tops tribute with chris olds now it's not a tribute to me. I know it is, that much. No, definitely not. This Should is a be. tribute to a lot of greats in the past and, su- and the superstars yeah. today. Now you released a checklist for Top. the autographs. Uh, Tops did, but I put it out there too. Well, okay, yeah, you I'm put it out funny. on com slash news. That's right. Uh, and nice some of the shameless plug. Yeah, some of the names are pretty pretty crazy, but we'll talk about that later. Let's get the basics. Of Tops Tribute. Tops Tribute will be the first high-end brand of the year, if I'm not mistaken. It arrives on February 19th. Actually, it is the first high-end brand. I'm reading my previous story on yeah, Becca.com News. Yeah, there you go. 
first uh, first high end brand of the year. It's 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 same same model as it's been for the last few years. Six box six packs per box, three autographs, three relics. Ballpark price of forty to fifty bucks a pack, somewhere in that range. Um, but you know they're typically it's all on card autographs, and the relics are typically lower numbered. Lots of parallels to keep it you know fun. Lots yeah. of rainbow chasing, but. Uh, this is a brand that's it's actually been pretty it's been popular through the years. I think it de- debuted back in 2001 and came mm-hmm. back 4 or 5 years ago, about 2008 9ish. Yeah. And uh, you know, it's a brand that's it's very distinct in its look and they've actually revamped it a little bit since the last the last couple of years. And so uh, it's got an even more different look than normal. Yeah. Well, that's pretty sweet. Yeah, I don't know if I really said much there, but I tried. <laughs> no, you you said a lot. You, you said the basics. Yeah. Now let's talk about the autographs. Because this is what drives people. It is, and, and you know, I you've got the f- the new list. I have the old list in front of me. There's Hank Aaron, Clemens, yeah. Yeah. Ripken, Griffey, Darvish, Banks, Canseco. Some of these may have fallen off, actually, but mm-hmm. uh, a pretty solid name of veterans. And you've got the other, yeah, I mean, full new list. Yeah, you got John Smoltz, Giancarlo Stanton, Jose Fernandez. You mean Mike Stanton? Yeah, messes well, me up. Yeah, uh, he still. If you look at his, his autograph, it says his autograph now is Giancarlo is yeah. the same as it was signed back when he was Mike. Really? He never changed his autograph. Okay. That's well, really, he he signed it, Giancarlo. No, it's the autograph's the same. Okay. The card says Giancarlo. It looks the autograph looks just yeah. the same as when he was Mike. Interesting. Figure that one out. Well, he's he's, he's not using any letters anyway. Well, so. he's three hundred eighty million dollars. He don't have so to he, care about yeah, that. He doesn't care. Yeah. <laughs> he can squiggle for for all that matters. Uh, I mean, Mark McGuire's in it. That's that's pretty cool. Yeah, he made his return this last year, and he's he's a he's still a relatively high end uh, draw. Yeah. I think the biggest draw, at least among newer players, is Rosny Castillo. The, yeah. Uh, Red Sox prospect directly from Cuba. I think he played a week in the majors last fall. Mm. He's got the potential to be this year's Puig or, or you know, pick your pick Cespedes. your recent yeah, Cespedes, Puig, yeah. Um, Abreu. Yeah, you know, Abreu. I don't think he's got as much power, but he certainly is an all-around player. They paid a bunch of money, so he's not going to stay in the minors. Yeah. Um, you know, there, there's it's a pretty solid list. Um, Look, now Hall me, of Famers, yeah, current me, guys. Yeah, let me talk about one guy who's not on this list, and that's Uh-oh. Barry Bonds. Yeah. Now Barry's, I'm I'm a big fan of. Uh-oh. I grew up loving him. And he's not on this. So you're list. in denial. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not in denial, but I, I will. I will fight until. I have a know. Bonds auto at home. I I have tons of Bonds autographs, and yeah. I wish right. he would be in more products. Well, he's in. He's not in this one that we know of, but he is signing again. He, yeah. Or he's in National Treasures from Panini America, which arrives this month. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't remember the exact date off of the top of my head, but he hasn't had a substantial number of autographs since his top deal with Tops in the late, uh, I want to say late 2000s. I don't remember the time frame exactly, but okay. late 2000s, like it was so long ago. Yeah. <laughs> um, he had a deal with Tops where he only had cards with Tops because he, he opted out of the union. Yep. Uh, the blanket deal and signed mm-hmm. his own individual deal, which mean, meant he had cards and autographs with them. Mm-hmm. Thankfully, because he cared about his, his autograph at that time, he made his autograph more legible. Mm-hmm. It's actually a full signature now versus his BBS B- yeah. autograph back in the day. Which I hate. Um, yeah, it's pretty bad. I, that's the one I have. <laughs> yeah. But it's on a Giants photo, so you, should, you, be, you would be proud. That's cool. I got it out of a scoreboard strong box from Dave and Adam's Card World or someplace like that way back in the day for much less than <laughs> the original price. Well, there you go. Now, let me just get a little backstory. I know we're not really talking about Topps Tribute anymore. Oh, it's all good. But, I, I like rambling. Yeah, sir. but what? how do people or how do players get back into the card world like Barry Bonds, like Mark McGuire? Is it a gradual step to get these guys back in it? You know, it seems like it's been... 
you know, 10 plus years since McGuire did his, you know. It all comes down to money. Yeah. Plain and simple. Um, you know, McGuire, when he hit 70 home runs, I think he signed a deal with Upper Deck, and then he signed a deal with, he only signed for those two places, and that was it, and then he retired in, what was it, 01-ish? Yeah. Um, so that was that. He, and basically, you know, when those guys, like, when they're signing deals with Steiner, the Steiners of the world, their money and their price goes way up. Yeah. And some players, like my favorite player, wants too much money to sign for versus what it's worth. Mm-hmm. Um, so when his price is too high, card companies just say, we're going to pass. Yeah. You know, so basically Panini, you know, they, they, they went out and got Jeter to sign for the first time in years. They got Bonds to sign for the first time in years. Essentially, I think it's because they want to make a push for that product to give you know people anything they could possibly imagine yeah. to try and sell more. Yeah, I mean it just comes down to it. They had to pay more, of course. So the volume's not going to be high, but at least it's in there. Yeah, um, it really just comes down to money. I mean, there's been lots of rumors about you know baseball and the alleged steroid players not being in sets. You know, it's been talked about. Nothing's been said on the record because they wouldn't say anything on the record. Yeah. Um, but, you know, you could easily see that some of those players haven't had cards in several years. So either some rules changed somewhere or, you know, they just decided to – the companies maybe decided on their own to put these guys back in. Yeah, because I, I, was, I was thinking there might be, like, some sort of blacklist for trading cards oh, for, I mean, as far as players go. Let's put it this way. Every product that gets produced by MLB gets approved by MLB. Mm-hmm. And I'm not, in no way am I saying they have that. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. Um, but if you're MLB, do you want to present players that aren't the total level 10 acceptable option? Yeah, the Mike Trouts. Of the well, yeah, you want him. You want yeah. him all day long. The other guys that might have baggage, do yeah. you want them? Maybe, maybe not. And, and you know, t- basically time heals all wounds, essentially, is mm-hmm. kind of the thought in my mind. Yeah. You know, like uh, rewind the clock 10 years, and I don't think anybody would want a Rafael Palmero autograph. No, yeah. But he's in packs now. Maybe not that many people want him now, but he's in there because somebody might want him. Yeah, exactly. Um, you know, I I don't know. That's a fun conspiracy, but I, I think it ultimately just comes down to economics. Mm-hmm. And, you know, obviously Bonds has been out of baseball for a while. McGuire has, too. Except for he's back as a coach. Yeah. Um, you know, maybe they just decided, you know what, I'll take the paycheck. Yeah, I'll exactly. sit down and sign because they still get you know Barry Bonds did a signing in California where I think it was two hundred bucks an autograph. Wow, I know, and that's that's crazy. That's nuts. you know, and I'm sure the the price you know Panini may have had to pay that much, mm-hmm. or if they struck a deal, they got a better volume, you yeah. know, better price, better volume. Wow. Um, but you know, it just comes down to the player. If a player doesn't want to sign, they'll just jack their price up to where nobody will want them to sign. But yeah, that's yeah, that's that's pretty. But crazy. you know, I'm 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 I'll pay I'll pay them to let me sign. <laughs> Yeah, there Alan you go. Alan Ginter, yeah. it will never happen. <laughs> Here's my number. Yeah. Please call me. Oh, they've got it, but <laughs> yeah, they... nobody would want my card, <laughs> wink, wink. Although I think some people have said that they do, so. Man, I kind of want a card. I would. No one wants a card of mine. I don't know. You never know. Yeah, well, we'll see. Maybe I need to be here a little bit longer. So, Topps Tribute, that's coming out February 2015. we got it a is. lot of cool autographs. Six packs per box, like you said. One hit per pack. Yep. So... I mean, sounds like a pretty cool and deal. There's actually some really cool mem cards in there too. They're they're trying to up the game. It's mm-hmm. the the details are in the story. But last year they introduced some very specific game used cards where a certain player you'd get a, a a game used ball swatch where there was an MLB authentication sticker on the swatch saying this is a swatch from a ball from X date. And on the back oh, wow. of the card, the date was they talked about what he did that game. Oh, that's cool. Um, 
using that as an example, say there's a baseball from a Yaziel Puig home run game. Mm-hmm. A baseball is only going to give you so many swatches. Of course. So those cards are not as plentiful as people would hope they would be. But yeah. they're, they're going to be in again this year. And, and there's also dimensions of the game, which Top says is an all-new three-dimensional, three-dimensional memorabilia piece with an autographed baseball. Yeah, that, that's sweet. Yeah, good luck with that. I don't know what that is yet, but we'll see it. When, when, we, when, when it arrives, we'll see it. I mean, yeah. that'll be fun. I mean, this brand, they really did revamp it last year and add a lot of new things to it, so it'll be fun to see what other things they try this year yeah. or next year, I guess. Yeah, well, yeah, we'll, we'll definitely keep an eye out on hopefully updates for these they, cool they memorabilia They typically stuff. don't do much teasing until it's almost time. That's, Man. I know. Not cool. I know, but it's marketing. They, yeah, they're tops. Yeah, no, we're, it's we're, not. It ain't we're not. We're just Beckett Radio. No, no, it, it ain't. Well, yeah, you are. <laughs> you are just that. No, it, just it's <laughs> it's a strategy. I mean, they they get ripped all the time from collectors. Why don't you give us the checklist sooner? Yeah. Well, they want the mystery to kind of build the hype. I mean, it make yeah, it makes sense. I mean, obviously, people can get pissed off about not getting checklists early or or whatever. But right. hey, you know, go buy the product if you really want it and see uh, what uh, happens. Well, but on the flip side of that, Topps Dynasty arrives today, four hundred dollars a pack, one auto per pack. Yeah. I kind of want to know what's in there before I drop that kind of coin. <laughs> well, but that'll never happen because I'm too poor to do that. Yeah, there you go. So maybe we should start a Kickstarter. Um, you, know what? you know, if you do it, well, we'd probably get in trouble. We probably you know help what? Derek and Chris buy packs of Dynasty. <laughs> Everybody who brings a dollar will will give you an autograph on a Beckett card. Yes. You know, that's why you're editing. Maybe we should do that as a joke. That would be hilarious. You set it up. Okay, I'll se- why you do should, I have to set it up? Because that way you get in trouble. Oh, It's my see? idea, but you do it, so it's your problem. Uh, but I got it all on tape, so. Oh, man. Yeah, oh, is this tape? Yeah. Really? We're that old school? We're that old school. Okay. Rolling it. Well, <laughs> that's it. Tops tribute, February 2015. Looks real cool. So, Chris Olds, appreciate it, like always. I was going to say, speaking of real cool. <laughs> what? No, no, never mind. What? What? Speaking of real cool, what? That was, that was my... Speaking oh. of real cool, Chris Olds, see oh. you later, you know? No. I know. All right, so next up, we're going to bring on two of uh, some pretty good friends of mine here at Beckett Media, uh, JJ and Aram. They're in the grading section, kind of the sector of the Beckett offices, so I got them out. They're slaving away back there. So, JJ, Aram, what's up? What's, what's going up? on? So, this, this is the first time... Y'all have ever been on a radio show, correct? Yes, yes sir. And, and y'all are very nervous, right? Mm, maybe. I am. I'm yeah, not going to lie. <laughs> yeah, J- JJ's the man, you know. I uh, am. Aram, he, he's, he's a little boy, it looks like. Oh, you know, he's, he's still growing. That. He's still growing. <laughs> so uh, I know Paul tried to give y'all tips, and it didn't work. He, he, he did a pretty bad job the first time he was on. He, he was very soft. Uh, no one really liked him, so, mm. you know. That it is what it is. I just wanted to put that out there on the radio waves. Well, that makes me feel a lot better. Yeah. So Aram, you'll be fine. Don't worry <laughs> about it. Uh, the real reason why I brought y'all on here was the the whole, I guess, mystique about this black label. Uh, I've graded a couple things with you guys and and have been pretty impressed. I think I had a Tanaka Quad Ten, but I sold it, so I can't get that black <laughs> label. I'm pissed. Yeah. But what what's the deal with this black label for the Quad Ten? The the black label is going to be a step up from the the normal BGS ten three sub tens and then uh, nine five, so this is going to put it one step higher. Okay. Than that one. Now, is it? I mean, is it going to make it more worth more? Is it going to just? Is it a nice color? You know what? I don't know what what is it? <laughs> is it just a cool look? You know, it's a very cool look. Yeah. Um, at the in the end, it's going to bring more money. Yeah. Um, right now, the quad tens go for more mm-hmm. than the other tens. Yeah. So being that black label, it's going to be a step up, 
and I think it's going to set it apart from the the regular tin right now. Yeah, and I, I think the biggest thing is that you'll notice it right off the bat if you're looking on eBay or, or shops or wherever. You'll see it. You, you know, you'll see that black label, and you'll be you you'll automatically know what it is. You know, you don't even have to think about it. You know, compared to the other tens or whatever. So that that is what kind of struck me when I first saw it. Uh, now, Aram, what what is kind of the reaction from collectors out there? Uh, we've been getting both good and bad. Um, mostly good. Uh, a lot of people love that we're bringing out a new new little area to the to the labels. Mm-hmm. I mean, they they wanted some kind of uh, differentiation on the on the quad tens yeah. more than anything. Yeah, you know. Uh, so I think it's going to be really really positive from now on. Now, th- I was reading some of the comments, and obviously there there's some goofballs on on the yeah, comments like section. always yeah. yeah uh but but there were a few that were kind of interesting and one guy said something to where he wanted more color variations for certain set or certain subgrades or, or certain grades going down to an 8.5 or something is that something that could be just a little too much over the top or could it be done well we kind of want to stay consistent with what we've been doing yeah. i mean before we used to do a little spinoffs on like if it was a holiday we used to have like a green label or Mm -hmm. a red label but that was just for like special projects Um, but we really want to stay with what we've been doing for quite a while i mean this new edition that we did you know it really uh it's going to bring a lot more intrigue to that quad 10 yeah okay now what's the future for uh grading as far as you know quad 10s i mean is there something that might trump this black label you guys think i mean if you were jeremy uh, Murray, you know, which I'm not, which, which you're, <laughs> but you're, you're pretty dang close. You're pretty dang close. JJ. What, what would kind of be the next step, you know, to, to get people excited, get people to want to grade their cards with BGS. I think the quad 10 is a step in that direction with the black label. Yeah. It's just, uh, I think our co- uh, collectors have been asking for something different mm-hmm. when it came to, um, the quad tens versus the three tens and the nine five. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think it's just something it's just going to have to come in time. Um, we're going to get a lot of feedback from our collectors, of course, on the black label. Mm-hmm. Um, I think going forward is just going to be something that we're just going to have to listen to the collectors yeah, and yeah. see if there's something out there. The majority of them want, then I think that's something we should give them. Now, how, how can people, uh, get this quad, uh, 10 black label if they already have a quad 10 in their collection? Um, all you got to do is send your card in for a relabel. Okay. Um, it's going to be, it's. $5 for the relabel. Um, if you have any cards that are half point away from that quad 10 and you're looking for that black label, it's going to be the $10 review fee. And then it's also, if that card crosses um, for whatever service level you chose, it's going to be that price. Okay. So, and then um, there's also a $3 cracking fee involved in that too. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, so there is potential for people who have quad 10s to get that black label. Absolutely. It, it's, yeah. Yeah, okay. and anything that comes in now, like if it gets a quad ten from now on, it automatically goes to that black label, yeah. which is awesome. Yeah, that's cool. We've done quite a few today, actually. Yeah, I was gonna say how how much uh, have y'all done in the past couple days? Well, today kind of today alone, I've printed probably ten labels. Oh wow! Yeah, yeah. ten quad tens. Okay, so they're coming in. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. The okay. majority the majority of them that we're doing are already quad tens. Mm-hmm. Um, there's been a few that I've seen that have actually came through within the last three or four days Yeah, have actually got the quad tens okay. um, this week. Yeah. All right, cool. Now, uh, let's if, if they want to find more information, they can go to Becca.com slash grading. Correct? Absolutely. Okay, cool. And, and yeah, check all that stuff out. There's a really cool story about it. And 
uh, all that good stuff. If you want to comment on it, check it out. Don't don't be stupid. That's yeah. that's my <laughs> motto, you know. But uh, all right, so let's let's kind of go to the other side of grading, and that is going to shows uh, to help people, you know, get their submissions and all that good stuff. What's kind of going on with with Beckett grading in the next couple weeks with that? Um, right now, um, this weekend, yeah. uh, we're going to be in. Um, Philly, Philadelphia. Yeah. Cool. Uh, we'll be there. I think the guys ha- headed out today. Um, we'll be grading. I believe it starts Friday all the way through Sunday. Okay. Um, come on out. Uh, bring your quad tens. Um, you you're able to submit them there at the show. They'll bring them back, and we'll be able to ship them back to you in the mail. That's so you'll you'll save yourself shipping one way if you drop them off at the show. Yeah, and I think exactly. I think that's the last show of the year too, right? It'll be our last our last on site RCR. Yeah show of the so, year yeah and yeah. you can get rcr graded card review all that good stuff there oh yeah absolutely cool and of course you get to see mr andy broom out there i believe you know. he's he's on his way there now yeah he was supposed to do this but he had to bail so i was like you know what it'll be better to have you guys oh yeah, yeah. than that dude uh, i'm getting yeah. tired of him you know? <laughs> he's, he's, yeah but uh so what else is going on in, in grading is that just kind of status quo just keep pumping out cards just like always, keep pumping them out. Man, they never stop. Y'all are ridiculous. I, yeah. I, every time someone from grading comes on, Andy comes on a lot, and I tell him, "You guys work hard." I mean, we we have you know we have our, our moments here out out on this side, mm. but y'all are crazy. Y'all it's, are nuts. It's super busy, and right now we're having the the end of the year push. Mm-hmm. So yeah, we're just pumping away. We're putting out cards every day. So working hard. There you go. So Beckett.com slash grading. That's the site where you can check out all grading news. Uh, up-to-date uh, information on shows, all that good stuff. So, J.J. Ron, appreciate it. Uh, how, how was the first Beckett Radio experience? It was awesome for me. Okay. I thought it was going to be worse, but it's cool. I See, like it. I, I'm going to say you did better than J.J. So, <laughs> cool. Know. It was all right. <laughs> oh, it was all right? Yeah. All right, J.J. I was expecting a little more out of Derek. Uh-huh. Okay, well, we'll see you next time, maybe, yeah. if I call you. <laughs> so, All right, guys, thanks. Appreciate thanks. it. All right, so thanks to Chris Olds, JJ, and Aram for coming on. Previously, talking about we talked about the BGS Black Label, Topps Tribute, all this good grading stuff, so shout out to them. But let's bring on the featured guest for this show here at Beckett Radio, and that's the gaming and non-sport analyst slash expert slash aficionado slash, I, I don't know, just overall awesome person, uh, Matt Bible, wearing the Ohio State OHIO, repping that. How's it going? That was a long intro. I'm sorry. Well, that's okay. You know, <laughs> it's it's well deserved though. Yeah, you know, it, it is what it is. I guess <laughs> it is what it is. So yeah. there's tons of stuff going on in non-sports and gaming. Yes. Um, let let before we we kind of go through all the stuff that we're going to talk about. Let's talk about the Beckett Card Gamer and okay. what your thoughts on uh, that to revamp the issue to revamp the whole. I guess, uh, brand of Beckett Card Gamer? Uh, one of the things that I wanted to do when I first came here was not only completely and totally revamp the database for non-sports, but do so for gaming. Um, and I also wanted to do that with the the print magazines. And Card Gamer, I noticed, had a lot of issues. And um, I'm just basically you know, working bit by bit and chipping away at trying to clean it up a little bit. Mm-hmm. Now, you, along with Elliot, Elliot Ross, Mm -hmm. uh, who is an awesome person, knows so much about gaming and all that good stuff, y'all are kind of putting y'all's heads together and and rolling with it, right? Yeah, I mean, you know, Elliot, he's, I'm still pretty green when it comes to gaming. I'm still learning. It's it's a constant learning process. So he's, 
he's there to write the columns and, and update us on certain things in the gaming world. But um, as far as the editing standpoint, I'm, I'm doing what I can to, you know, put together the, put together the listings and the prices. I, this coming card gamer, we up to date pricing for uh, the 93 and 94 magic products mm. um, because those were outdated and I really wanted to get those up to date. So updated pricing for Sweet. you know all the the wonderful cards including black lotus which mm-hmm. you know we've we've had wonderful experiences with in the last couple of months definitely um so but yeah the you know everything is is up to date uh, and i'm working on getting the entire listings of magic up to date as well as all the other cards nice now when when's kind of the the newest issue coming out um i believe it's going to go to print here in the next couple of days so probably another week or two it'll okay. be coming out Cool, and that'll be the winter edition, I guess. Yes. Okay. Cool. Yeah. So that that's pretty sweet, cause I mean, we just started it, you know. I mean, or we brought it back or whatever, and you know, Elliot does a good job, but it's good to have an expert come on and, and revamp the whole database for gaming and non-sports. You know. Yeah, you got to shake things up once in a while. You can't just let something. You can't. You can't let it. Let it. You know. You know. You can't let the moss grow. What's the old saying? A rolling stone gathers no moss. We got to keep that card gamer rolling. You know, yeah, we yeah. got we got to make sure that it's fresh, and we got to come up with new ideas for it. Because I had looked at the other issues, and we just needed to. There needed to be changes. Yeah, made definitely. So, well, you're you're the perfect person for the job. Uh, you never stop working. I don't know how you do it. Yeah, I, I don't. I honestly, I don't either. I mean, <laughs> it's possible that I might even be working in my sleep. Who knows? <laughs> Yeah. Um uh, let let's kind of talk about what why I brought you on. Uh, okay. There there's a lot of movies that have been announced, uh especially The Suicide Squad, yes, which I didn't really know about until they announced it. I had to you know kind of look and and see what it's about. I I went to some YouTube clip and they pretty much it was a dummy's guide to The Suicide Squad and, and talked about all the comics from the 50s and 60s. Yes. Up to 2011, when they started adding more people. Yes. Um, now this this movie is supposed to be kind of like the Avengers, you know, superstar cast all together at one, and going to be this new thing. Is that correct? Yes. Um, it seems that ensemble superhero movies are are gathering steam mm-hmm. um, with the success of the Avengers. Um, I'm not so sure how well it's going to work for supervillains. Okay. It's you know time will tell. I mean they've obviously picked some some interesting people to to play some of the characters. You know Jared Leto is going to be the Joker. Mm-hmm. Um, Margot Robbie is going to be Harley Quinn. Will Smith I think is uh, is he playing? Gosh who is he playing? Oh Deadshot. Yeah he's going to be Deadshot. Um, and, and Tom Hardy is the one that I'm excited for. I don't remember what he's playing. Tom Hardy is always he's all here in the last couple of months. He's always been. Uh, center of speculation for supervillains. I mean, yeah. it was rumored he was going to play Apocalypse in the next X-Men film and now he's going to be playing um he's going to be playing a villain uh I think Rick Flag. Okay. Is his character? Yeah. All right. Um so he's going to be playing that in in the in the Suicide Squad. So, you know, time will tell if they write a good script and if you know, from what I understand they're wanting to tie it in with Batman v Superman. So if they do that, there's a really good shot yeah, that it could be a decent movie. It's just, it's just gonna, you know, it, time will tell. Yeah. Whenever it gets released, eventually. Now we'll see. Yeah, now with the hobby side of it of things, do you think this could potentially, even though it might be a dud in the box office, do you think it could be a, a hit 
in the hobby world with the huge cast that they have. Uh, yeah, if if the set's done right, I mean, if you have, let's say, I mean, somebody like Cryptozoic, if they if they developed a set where you had relics and you had autographs and you had case incentives where you had, you know, Will Smith, it, like the you know the Suicide Squad total signed cards. I mean, yeah. there's always that potential mm-hmm. because you're using popular actors, they're playing popular superheroes or supervillains. Yeah. You throw in some, you know, incentives, autographs, all the wonderful hits that we, we've come to expect from all the the products, whether they be sports and non-sports. Mm-hmm. You're going to see some success, yeah. I believe. Yeah. Now, um, I, I don't really remember when the movie's supposed to come out. They're, they're kind of just releasing uh, all that good stuff. Yeah, they're getting information out. Um, my information right here, it looks like... They're going to be releasing it in uh, 2016 for okay. summer season, okay. which is a few months before the Sinister Six is supposed to be released, which is, for those who don't know, I'm, I, well, if you're listening to non-sports and gaming, I hope you know who the Sinister <laughs> Six is. Um, it, it, you know, it, that's going to be released in November, so... It's going to be interesting to see how they do the Sinister Six. It's supposed to tie in with the the new Amazing Spider-Man films. Okay. Um, so and kind of give a brief a summary of the Sinister Six if people do not know what what that is. Uh, basically, they're a group of supervillains who uh, are six of the the biggest villains that Spider-Man has ever had in, in the comics. You've got the I'll give you the original. There's been. I don't even know. I think it changes by the hour, with the, the, <laughs> like it does in, in, in every other group in comics. Yeah. Um, but the original Sinister Six was Doc Ock, Electro, Craven the Hunter, Mysterio, Sandman, and the Vulture. Okay. And they basically conspired. None of them could take Spider-Man themselves, so they basically decided, hey, let's gang up on him and see if that helps. And yeah. <laughs> that it, might help. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I mean, that's, that's basically who the Sinister Six is, and... Um, you know, just like Suicide Squad, we'll see how well it works. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, having a mass ensemble like that is hit or miss. Yeah. Um, mostly miss. <laughs> I think the Avengers was a delightful, um, you know, a delightful uh, bonus. Or, yeah, or d- yeah, yeah. A send off from from what we're used to seeing. So we'll, we'll see what happens. But yeah, in the hobby right now, there's there's interesting products coming out that are. Not really ensemble, but more exclusive to a certain group in either movies, television, or comic books. Because yeah. um, right, one of the one of the popular products right now is Star Trek Aliens. Yeah, and that yeah, I was gonna bring that up mm-hmm. now. It, you know, with all this supervillain uh, craziness going on, what what's kind of the big deal with Star Trek Aliens? Star Trek Aliens, I believe it's the as far as I know, I, I've I've. I'm I'm not really a Trekkie, but I love Star Trek. I've okay. I've watched it since I was a kid. Yeah. Um, Star Trek Aliens is basically a product specifically devoted to the aliens that have graced all five Star Trek franchises. Oh wow! All television uh, shows. Yeah. So you're gonna get heroes. You're gonna get villains. You're gonna get ones that are neutral. I mean, you got the Klingons and the Romulans. You have the Borg, which mm-hmm. are my personal favorite. I think the Borg are. Incredible. I'm, I'm not sure if you're familiar with Star Trek. <laughs> I, I, yeah, I'm Borg not a Trekkie. Um, <laughs> basically, the Borg, the Borg are basically the Star Trek equivalent of zombies. For the oh, most part. sweet. They're basically <laughs> a cybernetic. Uh, they're they're part uh, 
you know, cybernetic uh, being and part human, and they basically go around and assimilate other worlds. They make other people wow. the Borg. Yeah. So like zombies, they yeah. turn people into the Borg. And huh. um, they they were brought in um, during the run of uh, Star Trek The Next Generation, okay. and they were one of the biggest hits in, in the series. And mm. um, so, you know, you have those, and of course you have... Uh, the Vulcans and you know Leonard Nimoy and, and but um, you know Star Trek Aliens is it's one of those one of those efforts that's going to kind of test that ensemble idea. Mm-hmm. It's not really an ensemble of a little group of people. It's it's a vast world of of fictional characters. Yeah. So we'll see how. I mean, I mean, right now it's it's one of the po- most popular products out there next to James Bond Archives. It's yeah. and Rittenhouse released both. So. They know what they're doing. They've 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 knocked out a couple of home runs with these two products. So, and yeah, and speaking of Rittenhouse, they're they're coming out with Dangerous Divas, correct? Yes, Marvel Dangerous Divas. Yeah, and that that seems you know another you know uh, hope maybe supervillain. Um, I I thought about that earlier, and it's probably going to be probably a mix of both. Yeah. Um, they already had a, a Dangerous Divas series one that was released uh, earlier. And um, how was the, how was the uh, perception or uh, w- what were collectors saying about that product of, of series one? Did they like it? Were they not really a fan of it? Um, I haven't seen many sales of it. I mean, yeah. I it, it's Marvel, yeah. so it's going to sell mm-hmm. because Dangerous Divas. You think about the characters that that are in Marvel. You've got Black Widow, you've got Mystique, you've mm-hmm. got uh, Rogue, Jean Grey. Um, I mean, there's there's a lot of uh, of really popular um, superheroes and supervillains who are divas. You yeah. know that they're they've they've got a cult following of their own. She Hulk. I yeah. mean, there, there's there's a cult following for all of these these characters, and you know, it, it it did fairly well. I'd imagine this one will do fairly well as well, um, because you know the things that kind of power these type of sets are things like sketch cards. Sketch card, you know, pretty much all of them are one of ones. Of course. And depending on the sketch artist, you got a favorite sketch artist, and he draws Mystique. Well, bam, there you go. You've mm-hmm. got a Mystique one of one, one of a kind Mystique card that only you have, yeah. or only you can get. Yeah. So, no, that, that's really cool. So yeah, it'll it'll be a popular product. Anything Marvel, yeah, yeah it, it'll sell. Now, when, when's it supposed to come out? Uh, December seventeenth. Okay, so right around the corner. Yeah, as usual though, that's subject to change. I mean. Of course. Uh, although it is a Rittenhouse product, and they've been pretty good about their release dates thus far. Yeah. Um, Star Trek Aliens and James Bond were right on the nose. Mm-hmm. So um, I would imagine that they'll probably they'll probably release it on the on the date that they say they release it. So cool. Now let's let's quickly talk about Star Wars. Uh, I want to okay. get your thoughts on the upcoming Star Wars movie. We saw the trailer mm-hmm. uh, in the office, and and it looks sweet. Mm-hmm. Personally, what what are your personal thoughts about the new Star Wars movie? Uh, I think, I think everybody wants, is dying with anticipation for this movie to come out. I think one of the things that's kind of, kind of irked me a little bit was people were complaining about the teaser already. It's like, it's an 80 second trailer. I mean, my goodness, you can't. What are they complaining about? uh, It was too short or? What aren't they complaining about? You know, I mean, (laughs) people find a reason to complain about just about anything anymore, but, um, it's only an eighty-second trailer, yeah. you know. I think I think a lot of people were just frustrated we didn't get to see more. Mm-hmm. But that's the whole point of a teaser. That's exactly. what teaser means, <laughs> yeah. you know. 
Um, yeah. I, I, I honestly think that 2015 is going to be the year of Star Wars. I mean, the summer movie season, we've got Jurassic World and we've got uh, Age of Ultron coming out. So the summer season is going to be great. But I, I think everybody's that's just going to be like the that's going to be the hors d'oeuvres leading up to December when <laughs> when Star Wars comes out. Yeah. It's going to be insane because five course meal that you're gonna Black eat, Friday. Yeah. And then the people, as soon as they get out of the store, they're just going to go right back in their tents. Only it's going to be in front of a movie theater like it was <laughs> when Phantom Menace was first released. Yeah. Which that. Yeah, that'll be insane. I, I'm not as crazy about you know movies I'll, I'll wait you know a month or i'm so. not you kidding like the first night phantom menace open i just walked right up to the theater and was in in 20 minutes i'm really? thinking what is going on why are people part <laughs> you know camping out <laughs> and waiting for this so yeah. you know i'll just go and when, when when i'm able to go and yeah, but it's happens. it's gonna be a hit <laughs> yeah it, and, it'll be a huge hit because yeah you have all the uh, most of the original characters are going to be in it and you got new characters and you got uh you got this new Sith who's got this incredible looking sword. Yeah. And people are, are upset about that too. They shouldn't be because apparently I'm not as into Star Wars, into the whole universe mm-hmm. as I probably should be. But uh, from what I understand, um, I want to say it was like the medieval Sith or something. The, the, it kind of it, it represents the, the swords that they used to use. Yeah. So. You know, so we'll, it's justified. Yeah, I mean, we'll see what happens with it. I mean, I, I uh, my question is, how do the Sith always get the wonderful toys? What what is it with <laughs> the Sith? They always have the the amazing looking lightsabers, and yeah. then you got Luke Skywalker, and he's probably going to have his same old pale light blue <laughs> yeah. lightsaber. Hey, man, but that's that's stock. You know, that's yeah. that's that that's him. Yeah, you know, you you can't shy away from that. You know. Yeah. Well, uh, <laughs> uh, well, I guess Mace Windu had the purple lightsaber, that, so that see, you know, yeah, Sam Jackson, yeah, you know that you got to you got to bring out the stops for for Mister Jackson, <laughs> yeah. you know, for Mace. Now, uh, as far as cards go, I mean, uh, this is really just a no brainer. Um, whenever the movie comes out, car companies will jump all over it, and they will just you know not overproduce, but max produce as much as they can for the people out there mm-hmm. is that a valid statement yeah i mean i you know well i mean tops is the only one that that holds the holds the license for star wars okay and i would imagine they're going to do what they've always done with star wars they're going to release a few very widespread um releases mm-hmm. so that the masses can afford something and then they're going to have a few high-end mm-hmm. Um, high-end products that they'll release with, okay. you know, really hard-to-get sketch cards and probably some more autographs of Harrison Ford and all the new cast members that are coming out. So, um, I mean, I think that's what you can pretty much expect. I don't think Tops will change their strategy too much. Yeah. I mean, they've always sold amazing Star Wars products, and I'm sure they're gearing up for it, but, you know, they'll probably just do the same thing they've always done only just apply this new movie to it. Yeah. No, I'm 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 pumped. Uh you know, it's it's going to be awesome. Uh hopefully tops. I know they'll do a great job, you know, like you said. Yeah. They, they oh, do yeah. well. Yeah. Um a couple uh a couple quick things before we go. Uh Dragon Ball Z, uh they're they're back. Yes, they're awesome. back. Um Panini brought uh Dragon Ball Z back. That's been like a 5-year hiatus. They yeah. haven't made a uh, made a set. Um, that was just released, uh, wasn't it a couple weeks ago or, uh, it's been about a month. Yeah. Um, but, uh, you know, they, it, it's, it's a fresh new look and it's, you know, it's meant to, uh, encourage a little smoother gameplay while 
kind of still, uh, you know, kind of harboring that 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 classic look of, of Dragon Ball Z cards. Yeah. Um, so far, it's been a pretty good. It's you know pretty good response to it. We do have a contest on Beckett.com in the gaming. Uh, if you go to news and you hit the gaming link, there's a we're giving away a box of the new Dragon Ball Z. You just have to leave a comment and you know, talk about why you're excited about the the new release of Dragon Ball Z. So, um, yeah, yeah, just that, go to Beckett.com and fill out a comment. And you, you might win a box of Dragon Ball Z. Yeah, that'll be cool. And then you also have a post on there that's the greatest set that never was. Yeah, the greatest set that never was basically my year-end kind of a retrospect of the year in, in, in on sports cards. And I basically talk about... Um, a certain film that should have had um, should have had a card set this year. Mm. It would have been the biggest, probably the, one of the biggest non-sports sets of all time. Yeah, uh, I won't say what film it yeah. is. I'll leave that to you to be surprised by what I talk about. Just go to Beckett.com and go to news and the non-sports link, and you'll be able to find it. It should be the first thing there. Um, but we're having a contest for that one where we're giving away a one-of-one one sketch card. Awesome. that we pulled from Marvel premiere. So, um, yeah, go there, fill out a comment. Basically what you have to do, the comment is based on the theme of the article. Yeah. Tell us what set you would have liked to have seen over the years that never happened. Mm. We've had some interesting, uh, interesting choices so far. Like things like Seinfeld and a, cri a Christmas story and the fifth element and things yeah, like that. I saw so. like Rocky horror picture show. Yep. You know, I was like, man, that and there's crazy. actually there are actually there are actually two Rocky Horror Picture Show sets, but mm. you know that they're a little less known, so that it's it, you know it's almost like they didn't exist. Yeah, gotcha. But yeah, so definitely check that out. Beckett.com/news. They're both on there. Uh, hit the gaming tab or the non-sports tab. Uh, you'll be able to read it and put the comments in. The winner should be announced here pretty soon, so uh, don't wait to get your uh, comments in to try and win. So get that going now. Um, other than that, that's that's pretty much all I got, uh, Matt. If, if there's anything else that you want to talk about that we didn't cover. I think we pretty much covered what's going on in non-sports so far yeah. right now. But, uh, yeah, you know, there's, you know, 2014 was a good year. And, you know, in case I'm not back on until next year, 2015 mm -hmm. is probably going to be a pretty good year in non-sports as well with mm -hmm. all the m movies and new television shows and apparently now music is getting into the fold so yeah. there's a lot of variety coming for non-sports collectors a lot that means a lot of autographs a lot of relics and a lot of sketch cards and that we all love sketch cards so you yeah. know don't but by all means please pay your rent <laughs> buy food don't don't go broke buying these things you know just yeah. you know look at them enjoy them if you find something you like collecting you know, take a, take a chance on, on a box. Yeah, go for it. Well, Matt, we appreciate it. And, uh, yeah, if, if you don't uh, come on, Becca Radio, I, I, I haven't planned that far ahead, but we uh, wish you a, a Merry Christmas, mm -hmm. Happy New Year, uh -huh. and we'll see you in 2015. Sure. Wow, that was an awesome interview by Matt Bible. Just a special shout-out and special thanks to Matt, JJ, Aram, and Grading, and, of course, Chris Olds for coming on and talking to us and uh, spending a couple minutes of, of his uh, time. He's extremely busy here at Beckham Media, as we all know, and, and it's great that we get him on just for a few minutes to talk just about the hobby and just ramble because uh, we love to ramble. It's a lot of fun. So, yeah, that's going to pretty much wrap it up here for Beckett Radio this week. If you guys want a, a topic to be covered, if you want an interview guest to be on this show, hit us up. Let me know. I'll, I will do the best 
that I can to to get those guests on here, to get those topics covered by by people who, who know what they're talking about. So let me know. Shoot us an email, radio at Beckett.com, or hit us up on Twitter, at Beckett Radio, all one word. We're doing plenty of contests on there. I, I still got to announce a winner for the uh, the follower giveaway. We're, we're giving out some Panini t-shirts for that. Uh, I'm trying to get a contest going for, for 600 followers, so if we can get 600 followers uh, pretty soon, I'll have a nice giveaway for that. Maybe some uh, some packs of football cards or something. I'll see what I got in my little stash. But uh, yeah, that, that really is going to wrap it up here at Beckett Radio. Like I said, I'm your host, Derek Ficken. Thanks so much for listening. We'll see you guys later. Have a good one.